Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's Wendy Sellers, the HR lady with my co-host, JC. Hey, Wendy. It's a pleasure to be back. Thanks for coming back. You know who else is back? AI. (laughs) Never going away at this point. Yeah, I don't really think so. We're going to be talking about in this series, chat GPT and other AI that will disrupt business. What do you think about that? I really do think that it is the dawn of a new age. And I truly believe that these are skill sets related to a brand new tool that people need to learn. And there's nothing to be fearful of. There's a lot of people that are scared about what these tools are and what they can do. Uh, But I do believe that if you embrace it and learn how to use it appropriately, it can be a huge advantage for you in the workplace, let alone all aspects of your life. I love it. I love that you use the word tool. I just got done explaining to people that it is a tool, 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 tool. I'm like, it is not going to replace humans. We'll get into that. You know, it could, but we're going to talk about that. But it is 100% a tool, just like the Internet's a tool, just like, you know, researching other people's articles are a tool. I want to talk about in this series how generative artificial intelligence has the ability to produce content, including policies, procedures, job descriptions, you name it. It's so cool. Music even. I I did uh, uh, created a little song. Uh, All I had to do was ask it. I was like, oh, this is so cool. (laughs) Just created a song. Can you sing it for us? No, I can. No, absolutely not. I am a backup, backup (laughs) dancer. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Like way back up. (laughs) Hey, you know, Wendy, there's a big question that's often asked and people ask what things can chat GPT do? You know, as an AI language model, it can perform a variety of tasks, can't it? It can do so much. I mean, just where... I I can't even tell you all the things it does, but I'm sure you're going to fill us in. But I can just tell you, I've done at least a 100 searches from ChatGPT already. And every time I do it, my jaw hits the ground because I'm like, that's so cool. So not only is it cool, but I've had it create job descriptions. I've had it create policies. I've had it done do charts and analysis, analyzing like maybe uh, pay time off laws from one state to another. Uh, so, so cool. Big time saver. And for this portion here, this question was actually posed directly to ChatGPT about what things can it do. So it says, as an AI language model, I can perform a variety of tasks, such as answering questions. I can provide answers to your questions on a wide range of topics. Chatting. I can engage in conversation with you and respond to your queries in a human-like manner. Translation. I can translate text from one language to another. And believe it or not, it's it's fluent in every language known to man, to the best of my knowledge. I did not know that. I didn't know about the translation yeah. part. Totally cool. Yeah, summarization. I can summarize long texts or articles into a shorter version. Sentiment analysis. Look at that. I can analyze the sentiment 
of a given text, whether it's positive, negative, or neutral. Text nice. generation. I can generate text on a given prompt or topic. Spell checking. I can detect and correct spelling errors in your text. Fact checking. I can verify the accuracy of a given statement or claim. And lastly, recommending. When asked what things can chat GPT, chat GPT replied and said with a final one recommending, I can suggest products, services, or content based on your interests or preferences. It's like it's a so- best friend or a new, I don't know, romantic acquaintance in a way. <laughs> Minus the romance and minus you don't have to give it any gifts. There you uh, go. <laughs> now, there are some uh, different versions of ChatGPT. And then there's also competitors as well that are coming out. And so there's going to be a lot of different AI choices that people have. Um, you know, I've asked it many different things. Like I just said, uh, I just went on vacation uh, over to Europe and I asked it for uh, travel best practices for that particular oh, city. Yeah. I asked it for travel tips. I asked it for travel restrictions, meaning like COVID, things like that. Sure. Um, laws from the U.S. versus versus that country. So uh, it totally helped me out a great deal. The other thing that I've asked it to do, too, is things like uh, if you ask it to just you, you just ask a question, it comes up kind of as paragraph form. Um, but if you ask it something and say, create me a chart, it then creates, it looks like something you could copy and then paste back into an Excel sheet. And now you have a chart. So uh, we will be doing some future podcasts on those topics that I went a little crazy <laughs> and did a, a bunch of charts on. Now, the one thing I would say is we do have to be careful. Everybody who's listening is, you know, it is a tool. It is data. And um, JC, you might be more up to par on this than I am, but uh, the last I checked when it first came out a couple months ago, the data that it was using was more than like a year old, right? Uh, it was. And uh, they've recently made enhancements and uh, they're constantly improving the product. As of right now, uh, GPT-4 is part of the fuel behind what Chad GPT is. It started as GPT-3. And recently, you also had Google Bard that was released. These AI chatbots, they weren't always well, well received prior to ChatGPT, but the, the game has changed. Now, it started as a text classifying machine learning model, and it was trained by humans. One example is a model that categorizes social media posts as positive or negative. Self-supervised learning is used in next-generation text-based machine learning models. Now, this training feeds a model a large amount of text in order it for it to make predictions. Now, some models can forecast sentence endings based on just a few words. And with a large sample of internet text, these text models are accurate. And ChatGPT and other tools demonstrate how precise it is. So with some of the uh, new advancements with GPT-4, it is 500 times more powerful than GPT-3. It has a training set of 170 trillion parameters, making it the most powerful AI engine ever seen. It's significant. It's going to transform the way the chatbots are used, enabling more complex conversations and interactions using up-to-date data and able to search the Internet in real time. It's important to note for our listeners, if you have not used ChatGPT at all, um, the the numbers that were thrown out, the three, the three point five, the four, four you're not going to know what they mean, but they're basically versions. So uh, Chad GPT came out in November 2022, I believe. 
And uh, quickly, you know, we're recording this. It's almost April. But just a couple weeks ago, you, the chat for 4.0, I believe, came out. And I'm sure there's going to be more. Some You could also get a paid version or you can get the free version. I have the paid version. It's like 20 bucks a month currently. Um, and there's no contract. So I believe the free version that there's sometimes they're just a wait list, correct? Yeah, I believe so. And it really comes down to uh, putting your information in and, and you give up a lot too at the same time with your information. And uh, once you're in, you're in though. Yeah. Yeah, you absolutely do. And there, again, there's other, uh, there's competitors that are coming out. Uh, we saw in the Super Bowl ad, I want to say the Google AI competitor that had a mistake, um, yeah. in the advertisement. <clears throat> How embarrassing. Um, that was a very, very expensive mistake. My, you know, my, 100% piece of advice for everyone who's listening today and who's going to be listening to the rest of our series on this is just know that it is a tool. It's data, but you're depending on how you ask the question is the information that you get. And so for the folks in the HR space, you know, laws is kind of what we run off of and employee engagement, of course. But if you don't ask the question correctly, specific to your state or your county or your zip code, you may get a blah answer. The more specific you are with the questions, which we're going to go over some samples, then you get more specific uh, information. So with that said, Thanks for listening to episode one of our five-part series on ChatGPT and other AI that will, and already has been, disrupting business. Our next episode, let's talk about some samples. I wish you could see them, but you will hear the samples of, hey, I asked this and I got that information, but if I ask more specific questions, I get other information. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast, brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.